Welcome back to Let's Vibe Podcast, a podcast hosted by me, Vibe with Aid, where we talk about all things from music festivals, self-help, interviews, and more. Today on the podcast, I have a special guest with me. He goes by Babs Life. I was recently on his podcast, The Babs Experience, so we decided to have him on my podcast. That way, you guys could get to know him a little bit more, and we also have a very exciting announcement to make, so stay tuned. Without further ado, let's vibe into today's episode. Tuesday y'all. I took a week off the podcast if you hadn't noticed but we're back. I mean I feel like time is blurring together anyway (laughs) but we're back. Um, I've just been getting ready to move and stuff so I just didn't have it together to get an episode out last week but now you guys are getting an episode while I am in the process of moving. If you're watching on YouTube you can see the boxes and my room is looking so bare It's so, so crazy to me, but I'm very, very excited to change my scenery and be in a new place very soon. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend some time with me today in your Tuesday or whatever day you're listening. Um, I hope you guys have been doing well, staying safe, healthy, all that jazz. It's been a weird time, of course. It's been a very rough, rough year, but we're making it through. It's been a rough couple of weeks, but we're pushing, we're pushing on. I also was on vacation last week, so I'll give a little bit of an update with that in the vibe check. Um, But while you're listening today, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. This podcast is a free hour content for you guys. And I hope you guys have been really liking it. It's been really fun for me to do. And I want to keep doing these podcasts. And I've just been feeling a lot motivated, a lot more motivated with the podcast and just where I want to take it and stuff. And so thank you for all the support as always. And so if you're able to leave a comment, anything like that, that would be great. Another exciting thing, I did start an Instagram for the podcast. I've been putting it off for so long, but I just really wanted to start to have another place to put the content from the podcast, whether it's going to be snippets from interviews and stuff like that. The grid is so aesthetically pleasing. I'm very proud of it. Um, It's Let's Buy Podcast on Instagram. So if you want to go give it a follow, that's where I'll mainly be doing any updates and stuff like that. If we ever have like Q&A episodes, stuff like that. Um, It's just a great way for you to be tapped in. So go give that a follow. Um, And yeah, as for next order of business, we have the listener of the week. And this week's listener of the week has been a really awesome subscriber follower of mine. She seems super sweet and we've just connected on a lot of different things. Um, So this week's listener of the week is Katie B. Killinum. That's her at on Instagram. Katie, thank you so much for checking out the podcast as well as for all your support. Um, I know you recently just checked out, I believe it was the breakup episode. And so you sent me a really awesome DM that was really sweet. And so I appreciate it greatly. And I hope you're doing well. And I hope I get to meet you at a show or festival eventually. I know you're in Austin. So 
we gotta connect eventually <laughs> once it's safe to but sending some good vibes for the rest of your week i hope you have a good rest of your week and so thank you for all of the support if you're new to the podcast we do a vibe check at the start of the episode this is a great way for me to check in with you guys on what's been going on in my life as well as check in with yourselves um and we do this every episode and i think it's a great way to kick off the episode about what's been going on in my life kind of gives you guys a little bit more insight into what's been going on so without further ado the first thing we do we'll take a couple deep breaths so inhale it in i just exhaled <laughs> inhale in and exhale it back out another one in and back out last one inhale it in and exhale it back out then I'll ask the following questions. You can think your answers in your head, journal it out, whatever it feels good. I'm almost done with my journal for the year, you guys. Like Emma Capotis gifted me this journal and we're not even done with 2020 and I'm on the last couple pages, which is so crazy. But it's a good way to just get your thoughts out and stuff. So I highly recommend journaling. But first question, how am I feeling today? Do I like this feeling? What could this feeling be trying to teach me? What could make today better or is there a need to? What are three things I'm grateful for today? What could I affirm for myself today or a goal I can set for myself? Now, I'll go ahead and share how I'm feeling and you can ponder those questions throughout today. So today I'm feeling pretty good. Um, it feels weird looking at my apartment feeling so I'm like it's so empty right now. Um, but I'm very, very, very excited to be moving soon. Um, it's just time for a little change of scenery and I'm so excited to not have my desk be in my bedroom anymore. And I will actually have a little office area, content creating area, DJ setup, you name it. I'm so stoked on it. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I don't think there's anything to really like change how I'm feeling today. I've been feeling pretty down the past couple of weeks. Um, to be quite honest, I'm not really happy currently with a certain area of my life. Um, and I'm trying to figure out ways to make that area of my life a lot better. That's all I can really say about it. <laughs> um, but it's like a big portion of my life. And I know what I need to do and start taking the steps to do it and make that area of my life a lot more better, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah that's where we're at but we're gonna be making some big moves some big moves we got to start somewhere you know it'll be three years since i moved to austin on this upcoming friday which is crazy and then it'll be three it was three years at my current job last week which was also crazy and then five with eight will be celebrating three years in september so we have a lot of big things going on, which also kind of tends to make me think a lot more about what's going on in my life, you know what I mean? And where I'm headed and where I'm going and stuff like that. So I've been feeling kind of bleh about that, but we're kind of on the upswing. Like I let myself have a bad day on Wednesday and just kind of like sat with those feelings of like, this sucks. Um, and I cried it out and stuff. I think it was also because I came back from a vacation and it just felt like the vacation wasn't long enough. And you know, like when you come back from a vacation, you're supposed to be feeling motivated to get back into it and stuff. And I just was not feeling that. So it was hard. Um, and I didn't really go anywhere. I stayed home. 
I just had like a vacation at home, a staycation. And like I went to the pool. I went to this Emma Long park place and stuff. It was a good vacation, but like it was, it was just different because I didn't go anywhere because I was just being safe and stuff. But otherwise, we're doing good. Um, I'm working on my first mix, which is crazy. It's going to be up on SoundCloud. I don't know what day yet. Um, I finalized the track list on Friday, set up my cue points and everything, and we're basically good to go. So I actually need to purchase the music and then I will record it and put it up on SoundCloud for everyone to hear. But it's just like so crazy. And it's been really fun to experiment with different things. Like I realized I didn't put a lot of my favorite artists like Chris Lake is nowhere in this mix, which is crazy, but it's been fun because I want to give you guys something that's like not expected. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could just throw a mix together of all my favorites, but like then it's kind of like, oh, this is what we would expect of like an aid type set or mix. So I wanted to do something that feels like the vibe I want to go for with my music and stuff. So that's very exciting. I'm very excited about that. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling good. I just want to kind of like get the move over with. That'll be at the end of this week. And otherwise, just kind of getting ready to have a good week. Today's Sunday, um, the day that I'm recording this. Um, and then we also have three things I'm grateful for today. I haven't really, normally I prep this ahead of time. So I, I'm really going to just kind of go for it. Um, number one, I think this week I'm grateful for the opportunity to move and to be in a new environment and stuff. I'm very excited to move. Um, so I'm going to have that be number one. And it's been really great decluttering and getting rid of a lot of stuff that I've been needing to get rid of. And I'm just really excited to create in a new space and stuff. Number two, I am grateful for the people in my support system. Recently, I've just been going through a lot. And I think the pandemic has really shown true colors in a way of like who's there for me, who hasn't really been there for me and stuff like that. And like, obviously like my parents have been really great even though I haven't been able to see them since February. Um, but you know, the friends that do check out on me cause I'm not the type to really vocalize when I'm having issues. I kind of bottle it up unless I'm talking to my mom cause I tell her everything. Um, but it helps. It feels so it feels really good when I have friends that reach out to me and just ask me how I'm doing um, and checking in on me because I won't do it myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm very grateful for my support system for that. And then the last thing I am grateful for, um, I probably say. Let's do music. I'm really grateful for music lately. Just I think this whole experience of learning how to DJ has been really great. I think getting through the pandemic with all these live streams has been really great. Music's just always been there, will always be there. And yeah, let's just do that one. <laughs> and then my affirmation for today, I let's go with the classic one. I am worthy. That's a good one. I feel really good about that one. Lately, I've been really doubting myself, which I don't know why. Like, I'm aid. I'm Adriana Ramos. I get the damn thing done. You know what I mean? And I need to be hyping myself up a lot more and give myself a lot more credit than I'm giving myself. So 
I am worthy. And I also have like my sticky note that I'm looking at right now. That's also a good affirmation, which says, I'm absolutely incredible and so talented in so many ways and nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. I need to start like believing that a lot more. So we got some work still, but that is the vibe check for this week. I'm going to take a quick break and we will be right back with our interview for today. breaks I've been highlighting some of my favorite brands in this time to support and whatnot during this pandemic and everything so this week I am promoting Freedom Ravewear I have been loving the stuff that they've been putting out lately they recently just came out with a collab line with Sunflower Raver who is just absolutely a button and I love her um, I snagged some stuff from the new collection. I recently got masks from them, a beach towel. I might get a blanket from them. They've really just been stepping it up and I've been working with them for almost three years now, which is like so crazy to me. They were one of the first brands to partner with me. And it's been really awesome to just watch their company grow um, and that their brand grow and everything. So if you wanna pick anything up, from Freedom Ravewear, I will put a link in the show notes to go purchase as well as you can use Vibe with Aid for 10% off, which definitely is a nice little commission for me. You don't have to use my code, but if you do, I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I've loved their quality of clothes, their fit, everything is just really great. They have a lot of plus size offerings, which is awesome. And they're just a really good company. Like anytime an issue may have arise where like a design might have been slightly copied or like anything like controversial they've always just kind of like stepped up to the plate you know and taken accountability and like stuff like that and so I really love Mike and Alyssa who are the co-owners and they're just so amazing so go check them out shop small keep supporting you know the you know the business <laughs> Alrighty, let's get back into today's episode. Okay, y'all. So like I talked about, I was on the Babs Experience podcast. Jacob is his name, but he goes by Babs. Um, he has his own podcast as well as Babs Life is his Instagram and Twitter handle. We actually connected on Twitter, um, I would say earlier this year or late last year. I had tweeted out kind of like a flex that I was able to get all these press passes. And he reached out to me and he was like, how did you get press passes? Like, what did you do? And I basically gave him some pointers of like, I have my own website, I've branded myself as this. And I've just like worked really hard to like have a brand and a portfolio and stuff that I can send to festivals, which I could probably do a video on all that stuff eventually. Um, so yeah, we connected that way. And then he ended up starting his own podcast. So he has the Babs experience. He brings on a bunch of different people. I'll let you guys get to know him a lot more. Um, but yeah, we had a really great conversation. We just got to know him more. So basically what we did was like, it was a chance for him to share me with his audience. And then this is now you guys get to meet him and get to know him. 
And we also have a very exciting announcement that we announced in our conversation. So stay tuned for that. It's really, really exciting. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys like it. I will put all of his socials and everything where you can find him in the show notes if you want to go check him out, give him a follow and everything. But without further ado, let's welcome Babs to the Let's Buy podcast. All right, you guys. Today I have with me Jacob Babnick. He goes by Babs. I was recently on his podcast, The Babs Experience. So now I'm having him on my podcast, Let's Vibe. I'm super excited to have him on here today. We actually connected through a Twitter DM. So we'll talk a little bit more about how all that came to be. But welcome to the podcast, Jacob. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, super excited to do this again. I had a great time on mine. I'm excited to be on the other end of the uh, podcast interview style stuff. So let's, let's get going. Yeah, let's get going. So like I said, I was on his podcast. I will link that in the description, put it in the show notes, all that jazz. So you guys can go check it out. Um, but on his episode, it was just mainly talking about me. So we're going to get to get know Babs a little bit more and get to know Babs' life and everything. Um, so if you want to go ahead and get started and do an introduction about yourself. Um, yeah, that's, I can do that. Um, so my name is Jacob Babnick. Um, I currently run the page Babs Life. I've got my own podcast going. Um, I do that as well as work full time. Um, I'm an avid festival goer. I love the outdoors. Uh, mountains are my, my go-to when it comes to going outdoors. I love hiking and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I guess that's what I'm going to go with my intro. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And so with my guests, I like to start out doing a vibe check. So this is how I start out my podcast, just to kind of check in how we're doing, how we're feeling. Um, and then I'll ask you a couple things that you're grateful for right now, because it's always good to feel good about some gratitude going and then maybe a goal you're working towards. So how's life been going for you with the pandemic and everything? <laughs> <laughs> life has been, uh, life's been pretty crazy the last couple months for me. I've had a lot of stuff going on. Um, slowly, but surely feels like it's all piecing together. Um, I had to move for, I actually did have COVID. Uh, so I was in quarantine for a while and sick. Um, I got out of that. And then my company that I was with wanted me to move. So then I had to move. Um, and then I had some other personal stuff with family and such going on. So it was crazy for about two months there. Um, back at it, though. I've been doing podcasts, all that again. So it's been great. Um, one of my goals would be is to hopefully get promoted in the new role that I'm in and get promoted out within about uh, five to six months. Um, and then also just to keep getting podcast episodes out there, maybe more than one a week, which is what I'm doing currently. Yeah, that's awesome. And then three things you're currently grateful for right now. Um, honestly, I am grateful for my friends. Uh, I've had some, some very close friends, some friends that I didn't expect to step up and be there for me during those times. Um, and secondly, I am very blessed and thankful for the job I do have. Uh, like I said, I do this on the side, but I'm very thankful that I'm more able to work. I know it's kind of like a double-edged sword. I'm working, you know, and I've got the chance of getting sick, which did happen. But at this end of the day, I'm very blessed to be working. Um, ooh, and lastly, um, yeah, I'll probably go with my family. I'm pretty, pretty thankful for, again, it's been a rough two and a half months up until the last couple of weeks. So family's been very uh, close-knit right now. Yeah. Um, I can't, can't, cannot acknowledge them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Where are you located at? Uh, I'm located in Tampa, Florida. Okay. So. 
and down you, south in the crazy state of Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you moved within Florida, right? I did move within Florida. Uh, so nothing major, but not exactly something I was ideally wanting to do. But anyways, we're, we've done it. We're here now. So ready to yeah, hopefully yeah. take on the next challenge. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad you're on the upswing and everything, especially I didn't know you had COVID. That's so crazy. Yeah, I, I've kind of have made that very vocal, but yes, I did. <laughs> I did have it. It was, um, I had very minor cases and all that, thank goodness. So yeah. nothing crazy, but uh, definitely something to take serious because anybody can get it. For sure. For sure. What do you do for work? Um, I am doing a, a sales rep role for a company called TTI. Um, and I'm basically doing just sales and merchandising for their products. Okay, cool. And did you go to school for that? I went to school for marketing. Um, and eventually the goal would be to get into the marketing side of things. But the way the company is set up is you have to go through two whole positions before you can move up into that role okay. uh, into like more of the corporate level stuff. So if I want to go into management or a bigger sales role or um, marketing, I have to go through these initial two positions. And I've already done the one. Now I'm in the second phase. So uh, just buying my time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like I've heard companies be structured like that. So that's definitely um, cool. What kind of marketing do you think you'd be interested in doing? Um, for a while, I didn't know. But recently, I've just loved the social media side of marketing. Yeah. I think it's such an we've, we've talked about it a little bit on my podcast, but I think it's such an under tapped market in big companies that I want to go in and basically just change the game on how they do their social media because I've looked at theirs and um, they do it, but they're doing it very here and there. I think today they actually did their first live session ever on social media, okay. it seemed like. So that was like a big step to see them do that. But um, yeah, I, I just love the social aspect of it. I'm a social person. Yeah. I love, just love the whole social media aspect of, of that and how it can literally change people's lives, uh, you know, with one post, one business referral, one something. I think it's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um, with that, what was I going to say? Is there, are there certain brands that you like to follow that you think are doing really well in social media right now? You know, it's funny is personally, I don't really follow many brands at all. I, I, it's funny that you say that I, I really don't. Um, I mean, there's a few rave brands I think I have, but even they don't necessarily do more than post like a picture of their clothing or something like that. So yeah, it's kind of funny. I've noticed some things on Twitter. Uh, I've noticed a lot of the fast food places like yeah. Inter, you know, intermingling or arguing and talking. So I think that's funny. Um, that's really about it though that I've seen. I, I do not follow companies. It's very funny. I yeah. would love to do it their social media, but me personally, I'm like, it's not worth my time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the same way. I don't really follow like com a whole lot of companies or celebrities. Like I really just don't follow a whole lot of those other than like EDM artists from time to time. Like I'll follow. Actually, that's probably the few people, um, that I do follow that are like celebrity wise. There's a very, very select few. Um, and then I follow like, I guess some politicians, like I do, I followed Obama, I followed yeah. Obama when he was president. I do follow the current president just because I think it, when it changes over, I think that's just important something to have. You just, just so yeah. you know, kind of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, mainly, mainly artists is what I follow celebrity wise. I will say actually now that you, now that we're talking about it, there's one artist that I've actually interviewed named facelift and he does a phenomenal job on social media he's constantly posting videos of him djing wh whipping up new songs and uh, i see a lot of hype about him on my feed yeah i'll have to check him out what genre is he 
mainly dubstep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably why I haven't heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into dubstep, but I'm not as tapped in as I am like house music and stuff. But you know, I understand that dubstep, believe it or not, I'm wearing the excision hat right now, but it's not my go-to uh, EDM genre, believe it or not. I love Lost Lands. I love excision, but he's not actually my go-to. My go-to yeah. would be melodic. Really? Yeah. I'm, yep. I'm what they call like a sad boy. I guess. Oh, you're a sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm a sad boy, but they definitely, you know, they get that rep for like Elenium and Said the Sky and yeah. Gavin and stuff like that. But um, no, the melodic music is definitely my go-to. Yeah, I definitely saw Elenium, I think yesterday posted a, our Sad Boys Unite photo, I think. On yeah, the- it was all of, <laughs> all yeah. of them playing in Denver. Yeah, oh, that was so, so funny. funny. <laughs> so you said that you like the mountains. Are there this is dumb, but are there mountains in Florida? Oh, God, no. I wish. Okay. I was like, nothing- where, I was like, how does this person like mountains? It it's so, I know. It's so weird. I know. We're at, literally where I live is like zero. It's like yeah. right at sea level. So, and I'm literally 20 minutes from the beach. Um, I, do, I do love the beach. I'm not going to deny that. But I, when I go visit the mountains, there's such a different feeling for me that I am just like, I want to be here. Like, I want to move out West. I want to do all that. Like the mountains to me are just peace. Like they're just, they're so big. They make you kind of look at things different. Like, Oh, I'm a sense. I'm a little bit smaller than I thought, you know, like the beach, I'm the tallest person on the beach. So it's like, (laughs) I go to the mountains and I'm like, Oh, I'm actually like, I'm humbled. I'm humbled. That's the word I was looking for. I'm humbled by how big they are. And, um, majestic to me they're like crazy so yeah. i love going to visit and hiking there is nothing here in florida i think the closest thing we have is this little thing called like mount dora and it's maybe 200 <laughs> 500 feet above sea level it's so small so it's yeah. nothing what have been your favorite mountains to hike i so i really only hiked about three or four that i can think of but my favorite out of those was um I did Gray's Peak in Colorado, okay. um, kind of spontaneous one, one summer, and um, it was a 14,000 foot mountain, and I just about died on the way up. My, <laughs> my lungs were not ready for the altitude at all, um, but I made it up, and the view was just absolutely stunning. I just, and I sat there for like an hour. I made the, I like all my Colorado friends. I was like, we're sitting here. Like I'm not moving. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm absorbing this. Cause I don't know when the next time I'll be able to hike is. Um, but I have a bucket list of mountains that I want to go and hike. Yeah. Um, going to start making some moves for those. So. Yeah. My favorite, I don't know if I told you, I'm originally from Arizona, but we have a lot of mountains there. So I've really enjoyed um, Sedona. If you've seen any photos of those ones. No, I'm gonna like definitely look them up, man. Yeah, you have to look them up because they're absolutely just gorgeous. That was like my place to go to. Like, if I was stressed out in college, stressed out at home, or something, like I would just take a day trip up to Sedona, That's and it's just so peaceful. So so. <laughs> it's like it's, the really, it's so funny to me that in Arizona, I like forever thought it was just desert like literally within the last two like literally in two last two years i heard about the mountains there and i was like wait what is going on there's mountains so Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy that's awesome i wish i would move there too (laughs) a lot of people always think it's flat but like in arizona you can experience all four seasons basically in the state like you stay down south it's summer fall (laughs) but if you go up north you can experience like winter much cooler weather stuff like that it's a lot a lot of people don't know about that (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah, I know. I know it's become like a huge place for 
like people to go during the winter and stuff, which I didn't know until mm-hmm. recently too. I had family that was like, yeah, we're not going to Florida anymore. We're going to Arizona. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no birds. So, yeah. <laughs> Love them down here. <laughs> yeah. So you said that your favorite subgenre is melodic um, dubstep, right? Or like melodic music? Melodic, melodic trance, maybe. Uh, definitely, definitely Seven Lines is, is, like the poster child seven lines and millennium were like the two poster childs i would go to saying yeah. they're my top two gjs within edm and uh within that genre yeah. okay. so melodic like so would you say it's like your top five so you said seven lines and millennium top five Sorry. uh yeah seven <laughs> lines millennium i gotta throw excision in there as of recently um and then i love zed's dead oh yeah and how they just can do so many different sounds in one set and and they're never they have their genre but they always have stuff that's without it and then i'm gonna go um i'll go wooly i guess for my fifth i think he snuck in there fifth's hard because there's a lot of tjs i like yeah and but i've been listening to a lot of wooly and same type of thing he can go between very hard dubstep and very soft melodic so i like that he can do that yeah, Wooly's super cool. He's definitely on the come up, I feel like, the past couple of years. I saw him Electric Forest 2019, I want to say, for the first time, and it was so good. <laughs> he was yeah, super I, early in the day, though. I wish he was later mm-hmm. I to see, like, the lasers and visuals a lot better, but he was super good. I think once he develops his visuals, he'll be a night, like, in the night again. But he, I, that's the only thing I have noticed the well, last couple of times I've seen him. I saw him at Forbidden uh, this 2020 and then at Lost Lands. And yeah, that was stuff. Something I noticed was like, he's he's got the music. He's got the crowds. Now he just needs to up those visuals. And sure enough, he'll be playing at night anytime soon. Yeah, definitely. When did you start listening to EDM? Um, I really have always listened to it. I, I wasn't my number one genre. I really got really, really got into it about 2017 and I would say summer of 17, to be honest. So I'm freshly new, barely, really new to the scene, I guess. But, um, I've always liked it. Uh, always had Skrillex, always had J Wolf. Um, trying to think of some of the others. And and I had a lot of like on SoundCloud, I had always used it for EDM and EDM remixes. So I always had SoundCloud there and it would just put stuff on, um, can't pinpoint an exact time besides like 2017 is when I really dove into it <laughs> and it was yeah. like this is my number one genre now yeah and was that around the same time like you went to your first event or show or something <laughs> yes um so I yes I went to my first show summer of 2017 I had again I had always been in EDM so I wanted to go to a festival mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect and anything and I went to SMF um on like a very like last minute plan and just like, yeah. like, let's just go. And we just went. <laughs> was that the year it rained or was that the year after? Um, that might have been the year after. It, it definitely rained the year after. But I also, to be fair, it might have rained that year too. I only went the second day. I literally, when I tell you, like, decided, like, I'm going to go. It was wow. like Sunday morning. It was like, okay, let's go. And we just went that afternoon. Um, I think it was 2018 where it got it rained and got canceled the second day, so it wasn't the year that you went then. Oh yes, you're you're right. That was the year. Yes, you're thinking of the right year. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, and what did you think of when you went on that first day, or SMF Tampa? Um, I didn't know it's 
to expect. I'll, I'll definitely say that. I will say I think I got very, very lucky with the lineup I saw. Um, and it started out kind of shaky. We saw like Yellow Claw and then it went. Then there's an artist I don't remember. But then it was Elenium, Midnight, or Elenium, Snails. And then we ended with Above and Beyond. Um, so it was honestly like, again, like when I, when I tell you, I like melodic and all that, I did like melodic at the time and it was like amazing to see Elenium part of snails and then all of above and beyond. And it was just yeah. like perfect. So it was literally like the perfect lineup in a sense in my, in my head, because I got to see that genre I super loved and it was just, you know, as loud as could be lights, everything visuals, like just all in my face. And I was like, this is, I love this music. <laughs> I love singing it live. It's great. Um, but no, it was awesome. It was an awesome feeling. And I it was immediately, I was immediately hooked. It's not gonna lie. Did you have had all your friends gone to stuff before and you just kind of hopped in with them or was that all their first time? Um, one of them, it was not her first time. She had gone to a lot of stuff. She was a year older than me. Um, actually, I am the youngest person in that group. So everyone was a year older than me. Um, two of them I know for sure had gone to stuff. And I think the other, the other two, it might have been their first as well. But they did have the previous day of the festival before I went in. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a fun time. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. And after it that, was, it started going to more and more. Yeah, it was after that we had planned for, I think EDC Orlando is the next like thing in Florida. So we planned to go to that. Um, we got a big group, went to that. And then from there, we took like a break till summer, I think. Um, did a bunch of shows, did a break till summer, did SMF again. I did Spring Awakening with some friends. Um, and then, yeah, the ball just kind of started rolling more, going yeah. more and stuff like that. So Yeah, so you've done Chicago, being where Spring Awakening is. You've done Lost Lands. Have you done anything else on West Coast or anything down south? Um, sorry about that. Um, the farthest I've gone west is New Orleans. I went for Buku. Okay. Um, I haven't been able to make it anywhere else yet. I've been really wanting to, but during college, it didn't really work out to pay for flights, a hotel and stuff like that. Um, oh wait, I am so sorry. That was stupid. I went to UDC Las Vegas. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know how I could forget that. How could you forget that? So, I went to UDC Las Vegas literally last year. So that's the farthest west I've okay. gone. Um, but so yeah, festival wise, I've been to... SMF, EDC Orlando, Forbidden Kingdom, um, EDC Las Vegas, Buku, Spring Awakening, Imagine, and then Lost Lands. And then the couple of those are repeat ones where we went, you know, two to three years in a row. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where the, I didn't travel as much because I started going to some of them again, like when I found them, I really liked them. Yeah, for sure. So you've definitely been in like the Florida rave fam then. I haven't been to any Florida festivals just yet. How would you describe like the Florida rave scene or the Florida festival scene like that type of fam? Well, you know, it's Florida. So <laughs> we have a reputation to uphold, I would say. We're definitely yeah. a little wild. No, I'm just messing around. But it is, it is, there is a definitely a certain level of like, uh, what's the word like a certain level of just hype and and stuff that goes around in them and and um i know like forbidden kingdom it's very small and it, but it goes very hard and i know that is something that attracts a lot of the more dubstep people and 
Um, EDC Orlando is huge compared to all the others, maybe besides uh, Ultra, but EDC Orlando is getting to where it's just, it's just big and it's making all sorts of people come. I had tons of friends that came from out of state and stuff like that. So I think we definitely bring the party, uh, not going to lie, because it is Florida. But yeah, I think the scene is, is good. There's a lot of great people. You meet a lot of great, like I said, you meet a lot of great people that are nice, but everyone's definitely got that little wild side in them because it, it is Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good to know. I definitely, I wanted to go for Okeechobee, but then Cross, which is in San Diego, was that same weekend. And I'd been wanting to go to Cross for so long. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Cross this year. I'll go to Okeechobee next year. So we'll see if that happens. Um, what did you think about like the differences between EDC Las Vegas and EDC Orlando? Did you prefer one over the other or did you kind of like both the experiences? Yeah, they're, so they're both very unique in their own way, even though they tend to, you know, Insomniac tends to kick off their quote unquote festival season with EDC Las Vegas. Um, they, re they come out with the stages, designs and stuff there. Now, the only thing I will say that they did change up this past year is that the circuit grounds was different at EDC Orlando than it was for okay. EDC Las Vegas. So I don't know why they switched it this year. I'll tell you for a fact, I thought the circuit grounds at EDC Orlando this past year was phenomenal. I mean, like way better than the Vegas one yeah. overall, just production, way it looked, everything. Um, but generally speaking, they tend to do the same stuff at both. Um, EDC Orlando is a little bit smaller, de definitely a little bit smaller. They cut the stages down to like, um, usually there's like four portions of it. I don't know how to explain it exactly, but like there's usually like the center piece with, you know, the uh, energy, the people on it. I don't know how to, I don't know what they're called. I totally drawn a blank, but um, there's definitely like that center piece. And then there's two pieces on the side in the EDC Orlando, whereas Vegas would have four. So it's a lot bigger at Vegas. Um, Vegas has by far better fireworks. Um, the only thing I would say is like for a good first EDC, EDC Orlando was definitely a good first EDC event. Um, not as crowded. Um, yeah. And you get a big feel for how EDC works. Yeah. Definitely same vibe and all that. I will say for those that do go to EDC Orlando, um, keep, your, keep your belongings on you wear a fanny bag, wear a backpack. There are people, because it's Orlando, that will come to just pickpocket people. I've gotten my phone stolen. I've gotten my, I've gotten my backpack stolen. Oh my God. And then, like, yeah, I mean, obviously I set the backpack down and it got taken, but yeah, besides the point, but, um, but that would be my only advice for those that do go to EBC Orlando is that's the kind of known, at least for Florida wise, we know like you got to be kind of careful. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about your first EDC Las Vegas experience overall? So it was, it was, it was amazing for starters. I, I talk to people about it and I really mean when I say this, I don't really have the words to describe it yet. <laughs> it's still <laughs> a year and I feel like, wow, that was, I was there. Like I see the videos and the after videos and I'm like, I was there yeah. and I just look at it. So I'm going again next year and I'm going to figure it out from there. <laughs> Did you camp or do a hotel or what did you do? We did a hotel. Okay. We did a hotel the first year. Um, I don't, I can't speak for camping. I can tell you from a hotel standpoint, we had no problem. We rented a car. We all just piled in the car. We had a DD. Someone drove us home. It was, it was perfect. Didn't have 
any issues at all with that. That's awesome. That's really great. I did my first year, I did hotel and then we did the shuttle. This was back in 2017 and the shuttles were awful. Um, (laughs) After that, they kind of revamped the shuttle system. So it's gotten a lot better from what I've heard. And then 2018, we did an Airbnb and did a driver. So we had our friend drive and we did the premier parking. Did you guys do general or premier parking? I think we just did general to be honest with you i i didn't uh this was one of the first events i don't know why like i didn't really have any involving with the planning i usually yeah. <laughs> i usually yeah, i usually like the planner and like the dad of the group and i kind of just like took the back seat on that one um so they all had it all figured out and i just was there yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <was nice. good. laughs> and now you're more of the rave dad and the planner of the group i definitely am the rave dad of the group there's no doubt about it i'm always we had a lot of people in our group. I think our group's pretty much kind of broken up now for reasons, but um, there, our group was a lot of people that were first time ravers that we took, oh. took to festivals. So I was kind of always there as the rave dad, um, making sure they're good, making sure they're hydrated, making sure they've, they've got the stuff they need. Yeah. Um, I've even had it where, you know, a couple of them are like, Hey, I want to like walk around and get out of the crowd for X and Y reason. And I'm like, all right, let's, let's go. Yeah. And I take <laughs> them out. So all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm the rave mom of the group. Our fam was pretty big and it still is pretty big. We just haven't been able to go to stuff together because we've all kind of like dispersed and moved and stuff like that. But yeah, that makes, it, makes it hard when everyone starts growing up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you asked me this on your podcast, what is my favorite festival and what is my best festival? So I'm going to ask you back the same. What's your favorite and what's your best? Dang. Um, I had such a good time that all of them, it's so I hard. Um, <laughs> I got to go with my favorite being Lost Lands. I just, there's that Lost Lands vibe to me was just unmatched. Um, made me go back a second year, made me buy my ticket for the third year. So uh, I'll, I'll probably be continually going to Lost Lands. For my best, hmm, my best would, my best would either be Spring Awakening or EDC Orlando this past year. And that's very close for me to tell. Um, both were with different people and different uh, experiences. One, like in Chicago, it was just me and my boys. It was just for me and, me and my guy friends. We drove up with just the guys. And EDC Orlando was our whole group. And both were a lot of fun in their own ways. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely hard to pinpoint stuff like that, especially when you have like a good group that you like bond with and stuff. I could almost say my best was Lost Lands too because just both years were just so phenomenal like it's just like I can remember like day three of Lost Lands the first year we went and it just being like straight up one of the best days ever like it was um, my then girlfriend and I was like one year we had a great time we were at the festival we were just good vibes with everybody else so it was just like a very all-around great experience at the time something I definitely look back on I'm like that was awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah that's how I feel about I know I said holy ship was my best one on the podcast but then I like yeah. think in that aspect like Coachella 2017 and EDC 2017 with like my friends because it was all of our mm-hmm. first times at EDC and Coachella that it like right. I think about those all the time and like Porter Robinson's one of my favorite 
all-time artists like ever and at Coachella he did Shelter Live with Maddie on for the last time so that was super special and then at EDC 2017 I got to see Worlds Live and so those two are always like dang those were so great with all my friends we all were just like loving on each other and just so happy (laughs) (laughs) oh it's great I mean it is it's such a fun time when you're with your close friends. Um, it is, it just, I can just remember spring awakening, not to go on a tangent, but I can remember spring awakening. It was just, like I said, it was just me and my guy friends. So, which was, we don't always do that, but we did. We're like, we're doing a guy's trip. We're like, guy's trip. Yeah. So we did it. (laughs) And I remember we, cause again, I'm usually dad of the group and I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of the people we brought in were like a lot of the girls that were in our group were their first time raves. So we're obviously us guys are very like, you know kind of protective like yeah, they're in our group like we're not no 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 get away from them like kind of thing so when they weren't there we were just like running around like just having a great time like so it was just this fun experience and I remember there were two or three artists that week and where we we went to them and they we didn't know what to expect that was the first week and we saw Zed's Dead and I remember being like I'm going to see Zed, Zed's Dead live I should say and so I was like all right we saw Zed's Dead that was awesome the next day I was like hey or no, the next day we met some random people and we were talking to them at the beginning of the day and we were like, all right, well, we'll see you around. And then we ran into them like five hours later. Oh my God. And the girl, the girl was, you know, she was hype, of course. And um, she was lit and she was like, you're coming with us to Big Gigantic. And we were like, oh. and we were like, I swear to God, that's not where we were going. We were not yeah. going to go to that. that. We were not going to go see them at all. And we were like, um... Uh, you know what whatever let's just let's just go for a little bit and then we stayed the whole set and it was we have like a picture of all of us guys like in a row like chilling like looking at the thing and it was like that was we remember like we got home we were on the train ride home we were like that was the best set like ever like we've never seen anything like that like we never saw the live music with the edm it was just a whole new like whoa yeah and then day three um i I was already a Seven Lions fan, hadn't seen him live yet, and I couldn't, none of them knew at the time who Seven Lions was, and I was like, we're going, and they were like, what, and I was like, that can't be that good, and I was like, no, we're going, and we're watching the set, and then I just remember halfway through the set, like, one of them was like, like, we're all bouncing around, having a good time, and then one of them just turns to me and was like, this is so great, like, just like, face was just like in awe, and I was like, I knew it, I knew it would be good. Oh, I love that. Are there any other sets like that that still stand out to you to this day? Um, Elenium, when I first saw him, mm-hmm. by far, stood out like, wow. Um, Slander, EDC, Orlando, 2017. Uh, I have that, like, on my SoundCloud, and I play that yeah. still to this day. Like, when I'm going to the gym and stuff, I'm like, this is, this is nuts. This is bananas. Yeah. Um, Grizz live at Buku last year. Um, Cause again, that was something I had never seen Grizz and his vibe was just unmatched. Um, and then <laughs> I can kind of remember Lost Lands like excision last year, the two hour set. I remember me and we met this kid named Will. Um, he was by himself at the festival. He flew in from Montana, which is oh crazy. God. Um, he was like, yeah, I'm just by myself. I'm at quiet camp. And we were like, dude, you can hang with us the rest of the night. Yeah. And he did. And the two hours, the two hour set, it was like an hour in. I remember me and him were like on the middle rail and like, it was literally like 
a flip of a switch excision just like you could just tell like the last hour like kicked in and it was a whole nother set like it was just and it swapped it was just like something clicked and me and him looked at each other and we we're like oh my god bro it's been <laughs> like like he's just he's somehow like upping his game this next hour and it, and it was so that was another one <laughs> that's awesome um so you started going to festivals around 2017 and then i started my brand vibe with aid around 2017 so i want to know a little bit more about why you wanted to start diving into content um and become kind of a content creator and you have this podcast now what kind of motivated you or inspired you yeah so i had always been attracted like i said to like the social media aspect of things on my personal account that I have I do have like my old one from like everyone in high school can see me and stuff like that but <laughs> so like I had started to kind of do it with that one and I, then I was like you know what I'm gonna just leave this one as like as it is and I'm gonna start completely fresh and um I was talking to one of my friends about it and I was talking a lot about like I don't know how I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do these are the things I like I don't know what I'm how I'm gonna do it how I'm gonna incorporate it and the truth is he put me on to um, Gary V okay. uh, and I listened to like a few Gary V podcasts and I was like, all right, all right, I'm going to do this <laughs> and I'm going to figure out how to do it and I'm just going to, but I'm going to make it. And so it took me a couple days or so. I came up with the name Babs Life. Um, the meaning behind that is live yourself for every day. Uh, that was the jargon kind of behind it. And I was like, that's what I want the page to be about. I want it to be me living myself for every day and that's what i want to preach to the world is like you you know find find what you like work hard for it and live just live you every day um so that's where that came and i was like i like that i'm sticking with that so then boom babs life um and i started out with this instagram and then slowly made it to twitter and then as I started to listen to more Gary V, take more advice in, I was like, you know what? I got to get more involved on these social medias and these other platforms. So then I started looking up how to do podcasting. The same friend that put me on to Gary V and I had like a long talk about it. And he was like, oh, you know, this is how you can start and blah, blah, blah. And I finally did my first podcast episode. It took me literally like a month and a half to build up the courage to just sit in front of the mic and do yeah. something. And I only did like 10 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, I remember like finishing. I was like, I did it. Oh, I did it. And I was like, like sweating. I was like, I did it. And then it's still after that, I posted that first episode and then it took me like another three months to like, just work up the courage to do the second one. But once I breached that, I was like, all right, I'm ready. And I just fully dove into it. I, I really, really started picking up my game. I would say late December, 2019 or Jan January is when I really just like, I went all in, like I took, uh, I had graduation money. I had money I had saved up from school because I worked full time. I worked pretty much full time during school. So I put that money and like bought mics, bought everything. And that's when I really dove in and started like just pumping out stuff and uh, really posting every day and all that. So it's been a little bit of a rocky start, but now I'm like kind of in the swing of things. So yeah, yeah. I was telling him before this podcast, I was like, he needs to show me what he's got going on because my. <laughs> whole podcast setup is a mess <laughs> it's not a mess but I have a microphone that like my friends gifted me and it that kind of broke apart but now that I'm like moving into a new place I'm like I need to get a nice little podcast setup um, no it's it's yeah I mean the truth is is like my first couple 
and I have the videos of them too. And I just don't put them on YouTube, but I was like in my, I was living at home still because I hadn't figured out like what I was doing and my job didn't start yet. So I had no money mm-hmm. and like in my dining room and like behind me is like this open, like you can see my backyard. Like you could see yeah. really people like walking behind the house and stuff. So I'm like, I can't, I can't record these anymore. Like these are so bad. Yeah. 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 You got to work up towards it. And so I think that's great that you mentioned like um, how it was hard to do your first one and just sit down and do it. Cause I always tell people like your first anything is going to suck. Like point blank. It's oh just going to be rough. <laughs> like first podcast episode, first YouTube video, like all of it, it's going to feel awkward. It's going to feel unnatural. But then as you get in the groove of it and you get in the habit and start getting consistent, then you start to like understand like oh I actually can like I can do this you know what I mean yeah yeah I I I agree wholeheartedly I think and that's the whole thing it's like I listened to something to Gary Vee and he was just he just said something so simple of like the best time to start the best time to start was yesterday so the second best time is today mm. and I was like I saw that I heard it and I was like I remember just being like I gotta do this right now I gotta do this right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't keep putting it off because I was doing that. I was very skeptical and very putting it off. Like I wasn't even, you know, on my social medias, I wasn't posting every day. Or if I was, I like kind of took it half-heartedly. And then, like I said, January came around and I was like, I've got two months before I start my job. I got to just like dive in as best as I can. And started doing podcasts every week, started reaching out to people, started posting, started commenting on stuff like crazy. Like it like consumed me for two or three months but I'm not opposed to how it went it's going great so far yeah so you said that you want to start hopefully doing more than once a week um for the podcast you want to kind of step towards that yeah so my podcast um I, I try to make it a little bit unique. I, yes, it focuses on EDM, but I also have like just guests that I personally find interesting. Like yeah. obviously we talked about marketing the whole time or a majority of the time on ours and that had nothing to do with EDM. It just had something to do with I'm, something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So that I always feel like gives me a little bit of flexibility is because I can get guests that are EDM centric. I can also get guests that are just, I think are interesting people and might have something interesting to say. I mean, I've done plenty of podcasts with just my friends. Like I've got some friends yeah. that I'm like, like I have a buddy who's a mechanical engineer and I've had him come on twice and I'm like, yeah. yo, keep coming on. Cause this is crazy stuff you're talking about. Like I have no idea what this is. So yeah, the goal would be, you know, if I can do more than one, if I can do two, maybe three, you know, um, whatever it is. But as long as I'm doing one, I'm not going to be mad at myself. <laughs> if yeah. I do any, I get mad. <laughs> or you said you have a YouTube channel. Are you just doing your podcast footage on there? Or do you plan to do like other content on there? So that is something, um, right now it is only podcast content. Um, and I'm working as well as getting the clips from the podcast. That's like my next big thing. I'm very behind on that. Again, I had crazy stuff happen the last two months. So I am like very, very behind, unfortunately on my clipping, but that'll be the next thing is like getting that situated to where I'm caught up. So when I do a podcast, I can just sit afterwards, clip it and then have those videos ready. Um, I did want to do like festival recap videos. Okay. Hard to do now. Um, yeah. I've been thinking about the videos I do have, posting some of them, looking into more of the law side of it. I know there's tons of copyright laws and I don't want to get. Yeah. I think, you know, there's like, what is it like three sli- three X's or something on your profile? Yeah. And- 
I haven't gotten any and I've used copyright music, so it's been fine. <laughs> Some of them, I mean, yeah. So what I've read is like, you can, you can do that and they might not uh, mark it off against you, but they might, they might put their own ad on it. Yeah. So like UMG, Sony, whatever, they'll like put ads on your video and make money off your video basically. Um, right. Right. And just that specific video. So in a, in yeah. a way I'm almost like, maybe I should start doing that. Cause I've got some crazy videos of like excision and like the first time they played, um, excision back to back millennium. I've got videos yeah. from that and I've, and I've thought about putting out when they first uh, premiered the song, uh, feel something. Mm -hmm. like I've got that on video. So I'm like, maybe I'll put that up and I don't know that we'll just see. I mean, I don't want to get in trouble. So that's part of it. I'm kind of like on the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I like, if it's like a, a video I'm like shuffling to or like footage from a festival I'm kind of always like eh, but I like the clip do I want to keep the clip do I want to delete the clip but most of the time I just post it because even right now I'm not even making that much on AdSense because I'm not getting as much views um because right. I don't have as much festival stuff right now but yeah it's kind of a thing to assess I was just curious what you kind of see as like the vision for like moving forward with Bob's life and everything that you think yeah I mean truth the truth is the real vision for me is with the podcast I I love doing this stuff yeah like this right now even though it's your podcast I'm like this is awesome I'm loving this so <laughs> I I love getting to just sit down and talk with people in having those interesting and long conversations that we don't normally get to see um and you know my goal would be to have all walks of life guests to bring in different perspective um like i said just different perspective on stuff i mean like one of the best episodes i had recently was with a with, with a close friend that we were for the last hour we talked about you know navigating college and i think that's like that's a topic that is so just not talked about it's like okay you're gonna go to college and then you're gonna figure it out and it's like oh, okay you could do that and you might end up you know, $300,000 in debt yeah. or you can, so we like, that's all I'm saying is we talked like an hour and a half about tips and stuff for people to like, you know, do this, try these classes, try as much as you can your first two years, because then you can realize like, Oh, I hate this. I hate this. I hate chemistry. Okay. So I hate chemistry. So maybe the major I pick isn't for me. And then you, Oh, I really like psychology. Okay. Maybe I'll do psychology. And then like yeah. when you expand your first two years, you have a better sense of fi figuring out what you want to do and not wasting years of money type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> I know I went on like a tangent there, but you were asking the vision of the Babs life yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, truth is like, yes, I love festivals. I definitely want to do festival content. Um, it's definitely something again, the whole life thing is live yourself for every day. So I'm like, I'm going to do what I'm doing and if people like it, they like it, but I'm going to try to be as authentic me as possible with all of it. Um, so, you know, there'll be, I'm sure there'll be content festival videos that I'm hoping to put up where I mash up videos. I take at the festivals, um, festival recaps, travel videos and travel recaps. Uh, like I said, I'm probably going to start doing more hiking and stuff pretty soon. So get some mountain stuff in there just cause I like it. Um, and then, you know, in an ultimate goal, the, the life, the life brand as a whole would be something, um, I'm looking into starting already and getting the ball on that. Um, just because I think that's a brand. A lot of people could, like I say, living yourself for every day. I mean, there's a lot of people that want to find themselves and want to 
live their life to the fullest. So that'd be something as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's such a good mentality to have. And I think I'm the same way, very similar. Like I have Vibe with Aid, which started out as music festivals, but even with my podcast, I try to go into different things that I'm interested in and whatnot and talk to different people. So I think we're kind of on the same wavelength there, which is really cool to get. Yeah, I see. I looked at your website. Sorry, I'm sorry. I looked at your website though, and you have like tons of articles and blogs about you know, your vibe check, your mental health, battling this, what to do after a break. Like you have everything, you know, invi- in, involved in a vibe type thing. And um, I think that's great. I do. I love that. I like, and that's what you're saying. It's we're on that kind of the same level there with like, we want to just be authentic and like put stuff out there, not only it's for ourselves, but to help people and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super glad we got to connect and this has been super awesome to get to know you too. Um, and we do have an exciting thing in the works that, um, we need to announce eventually. <laughs> we could, we could just go right now if you want. Yeah, you want to go for it? Let's just go for it right now and announce it. Um, you get to go. It's your podcast. I don't yeah. Know. So <laughs> Jacob and I had, um, talked after the podcast that we recorded together last week and i thought it would be super fun to do a crazy rave festival story time um and get our followers to submit your guys' stories crazy stories embarrassing stories whatever it may be um and we want to do an episode on it we'll do an episode on mine we'll do an episode on his and kind of see where this goes um we'll set up a google form submission for you guys you can post it anonymously. That way you don't have to give any details away. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll put the link down for you guys um, in the description and we'll start promoting that and everything. But we're super excited. I think it's going to be super fun for us to kind of read your guys' stories together and kind of have fun with it. Yeah, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking at this as, one, I'm so thankful that you included me on it because I think it's such a great idea. I'm like super excited to just read these stories and not only like, I want to read them in like a funny, serious way, you know, but then I want to talk about them and just be, just go balls to the wall and the, like I'm talking about it. And, um, and then we've also got my perspective and your perspective. I like the fact that, you know, someone I mentioned the idea to, uh, was like, you know, I like the fact that you're going to have like a guy and a girl do it. You've got each perspective of like what this yeah. other person's saying. So you know, I, I'm looking really, I'm really excited for it and I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. I think the guy and girl perspective. And then also, even though I'm a two years ahead of you, I started raving in 2015, which was a little bit of a different time. And then you kind of came in in 2017. So we kind of have both the different experiences of like a newer type raver and kind of older school type raver. So I think it'll be super fun. I agree with that. Yeah, the new ravers get a lot of bad rep, so hopefully I'm not <laughs> bringing no, any don't. bad rep. <laughs> no, you don't. You sound like from what I've heard, we haven't gone to festivals or raves together, but from what it, I've heard, it sounds like you've had a great mentality about stuff. Like we've had really good conversations about Plur on your podcast and just yeah. the way you're talking about your friends and your rave fam and stuff definitely seems like you have a good head on your shoulders about things and stuff like well, that. Well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, I I... I don't want to talk about myself and whatnot, but that is something I truly try to live by and something I truly try to get others to live by is that, that plur mentality. I've never called it plur before, but that's the best way to describe it for the EDM world. But just, you know, just living to where you're not causing negative energy in a sense, you're always trying to 
see the best. You're trying to bring the best out of people. You're never trying to bring people down, even when they talk to you bad or whatnot. I just don't, I've never bought into that of like, I have to stoop down to that person's level because they deserve it. I just never, never bought into that. Um, always be nice. That's all I can say. Yeah. Be kind yeah. of other people. So on that and, note, oh, do you have one more thing? Actually, there is something I wanted to say. I'm so sorry. I know. Um, I, I wanted to say this because I think it should be cleared up is so the brand life, you know, life is live yourself every day. And as great as that is, I think it's also vitally as important that people understand that they shouldn't, there's a way to live yourself every day and not be a total dick <laughs> to be quite frank. So that's something I always kind of want to make sure and reiterate, like you're living your life. Yes. But you're not being rude about it. You're not putting out negative energy. You're living you and you're helping everyone else around you in a sense as well by living you to the best you can be. Yeah, That's kind of yeah. what a, wanted to plug in there sorry <laughs> oh you're totally good i think that's so great and that as long as you're not harming other people or putting down other people in the process yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Um, good intent because you could always be a good person but if you're doing trying to be a good person but if you're harming other people or making other people feel bad about themselves and you're not really doing any good for anyone <laughs> no you're not you're not doing any good nope yeah. <laughs> not yeah. at all so, well thank you so much for coming on the podcast if you want to go ahead and plug yourself where everyone can find you so they can give you a follow uh yeah so my twitter and my instagram uh where i mainly do my stuff is at babs underscore life and that's b-a-b-s underscore l-y-f-e um and then i have two podcasts going right now actually um i have the babs experience podcast which can be found on any podcast platform and i have a new one that we just started called life thoughts l-y-f-e thoughts with a close friend of mine um hope you guys can enjoy both of them yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know about the second one. So that's super it's, cool. It's very new. I actually haven't told like anyone about it. So it's super, super new. And this is the first plugin we've ever done. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> well, thanks. Three episodes in. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. And we will get back into today's episode. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much to Babs for joining me in today's episode. I am so stoked about our podcast that we are going to be coming out with called Festival Tales. So if you have any crazy, funny, sentimental stories, we want to hear them. Um, we're super excited to be doing a podcast like this just to do a whole podcast just about crazy festival stories and kind of just have some nice back and forth and stuff. I've really been wanting to do something like this um, on the podcast, but doing it with someone else feels like a lot better than just me doing it myself. Because <laughs> um, I feel like we could have really good conversation about it and stuff and make it really entertaining in a time that is very weird right now, you know? So stay tuned for that. We do have social channels for that Festival Tales podcast on Instagram. And then I think Festival Tales pod or something on Twitter. I will put everything in the description and in the show notes. So stay tuned for that. I believe the first episode is going to be going up on Monday. Let me look this up. So I'm not, I don't say anything weird. August 31st. So stay tuned for that. Festival Tales podcast will be coming soon. It'll probably be out on Anchor first and YouTube. 
and then uh, we will get it up on all the other platforms. So stay tuned. I'm super, super excited about it. I hope you guys have a good rest of your week wherever you are listening from. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. Feel free to tag me on Instagram where you're listening from um, and leave a, leave a rating, review, subscribe, all that jazz. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for all the support. Sending you some good vibes for the rest of your week. And I will talk to you guys soon. So stay vibey vibe tribe. Bye.